I V M. You're listening to the Empowering Series, a path to creating a better you. Through purposeful life changes and a positive shift in thinking, you could find yourself leading a more productive and rewarding life. In this series, we're looking at how to be a better boss. The show will bring you a live session between life coach Zarina Punawala and a willing participant who wants to improve themselves. Zarina Punawala is a trainer and motivational speaker and CEO of Abzo Unique. With over seven years experience, she works with reputed multinational organizations conducting training workshops within the corporate sector and among student communities all over India and abroad. She provides image consulting, grooming and personality development, personal coaching for CEOs, senior managers and politicians. Taking the hot seat is Amit Doshi, tech entrepreneur and founder of podcasting network Indus Fox Media, who's bringing this show to your ears. So, shall we begin? Hello and welcome to the Empowering Series. I'm Zarina and I'm still in conversation with Amit today. So hey. hi Amit. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And how are you? I'm doing well. Okay, that's great. So Amit, what would you like to ask me today? So uh, Zarina, I was actually thinking a little about this uh, th- this issue that I've been facing and mm-hmm. I think that most people who run businesses face it. Right. Uh, how do you differentiate between what is uh, somebody being egoistic mm-hmm. and somebody trying to maintain their own self-respect, right? Because, I mean, like, I feel like those two things blend into each other and it's difficult mm-hmm. to kind of uh, separate to what degree these things should be, uh, to what degree people should, uh, you know, I mean, like, to, yeah, to, you know, I mean, like, how, yeah, how, do you, how do you tell the difference between the two? Uh, that's, that's an extremely interesting question to begin with and a very popular one. Okay. <laughs> amongst most people. Um, one that also goes unanswered. Right. All right. So let me start with telling you that there's a very thin line between these two. Ego and self-respect. I'd also want to use the word self-esteem here. Okay. You know, when we say respect, we're talking about how we think about ourselves and how others think about us. Correct. When we're talking about self-esteem, we're also talking about the level of confidence hmm. in oneself. Right. Right. Ego is this feeling in the sense of superiority, basically. Right, yes. You know, this this feeling like I'm the best and only I'm the best. Right. Whereas self-respect is even I'm the best, others are good too. Okay. You know, everyone's good and I'm doing my best, others are doing theirs. Right. Usually we get a little confused when it starts to get into our heads that we are superior, mm-hmm. we have the power and we make this mistake when we our startups or bosses or leaders, we think we know it all. Okay. You know, that yeah. brings this egoistic attitude in the way we handle things, whereas self-respect takes a happy backseat and nobody even knows it exists right, anymore, right, right. basically. So usually I would define these two very, very simply. One is knowing that this is all it is. Okay. It's only me. Right. I. Okay. Which one would that be? It's Ego. easy to tell. <laughs> Absolutely. And the other would be, I am good. Right. I am improving. Right. I'm doing my best. And so are others. 
So I actually think of self-respect as something more along the way where uh, people are looking for affirmation outside themselves, uh-huh. right? I mean, like when you uh, because I mean, like at least in the context that we use it uh, in in the Indian cultural context, right? Uh-huh. The way that people talk about it is I maintain my self-respect. I must maintain my self-respect. I, I must maintain my dignity. That's true. Yeah. You know, and uh, that I mean, like you know, to me, so that feels like it comes along. The, w- what you're saying is healthy, and right. I feel like I get that. That's mm. something that should be there. Absolutely. But I feel like this attitude or this kind of feeling of self-respect mm-hmm. plays on the same continuum as ego does. I mean, like Absolutely. what you're talking about as ego. Absolutely. Like I said, there's a thin line between the two. Right. Giving you an example of that. You know, when you have um, friends and you have colleagues, uh, even family, right. sometimes you have a tiff, a fight. Mm-hmm. It might have happened in your younger days. It could happen when you're much older. Right. But you have a fight with somebody, somebody close to you. Mm-hmm. You've gotten into a heated argument. Right. Now, you started the blame game. You know, somebody is, yeah. you're just mudslinging at each other. Right. Hmm? In the process, you've forgotten who's wrong. Yeah. But you stop talking to each other. Yeah. Now, for <laughs> how long, you have no clue. Right. Okay. Now, that's when you want to ask yourself this question that is my ego better than or bigger than my relationship? Right. Okay. However, most people will not do that. Right. So, in this situation, I think most people wouldn't answer that question honestly either. Yeah, they wouldn't. <laughs> they would say that it's not, but then they would continue to behave as oh, if yes. it is. Oh, yes. For instance, that's when people confuse their ego and self-respect. Right. So when two people are having this uh, dispute, mm-hmm. all right, they they want to tell each other that, okay, you know what? I'm right. So why should I apologize? Exactly. That's what it is, right? right. That, that's what right. comes up. Absolutely. Yeah. So why should I apologize? Fine, don't. No problem. That's fine. But after a few days, uh, maybe a couple of months, and if they're too stubborn, even right. years, right? Okay, somebody asks you, okay, why did you two even fight? You won't have an answer. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even know. Right. When that happens, was that a point to this whole dispute, this conflict, the, this ego battle? Right. You know? So, no, I'm not saying that one needs to camouflage their ego with self-respect because right. that's what people do. Right. Why should I say sorry? You know, I was right. Yeah. He was wrong. So that doesn't work. What works is when you introspect a little bit, mm-hmm. ask yourself, is this relationship important enough? Okay. Should I let it be? Do I need to get into an argument? Right. Can I stop the blame game from my end and just let things settle down? Okay. Do I have to prove a point to keep my ego in its superiority? So the answer to the question, the way you phrase it uh-huh. is obviously you shouldn't have to do that. Absolutely, right? yes. But uh, I feel like that's not the way that these issues present themselves, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, the way that they present themselves is the aggrieved party. Right. The person who is putting their ego, who is like, you know, putting their ego at the forefront is nobody's a villain in their own mind. Absolutely Right. Not. So, I mean, like they think that we are absolutely justified in this. And if you are not providing support for my thinking on mm-hmm. this particular area, then that means you are against me. Right. Absolutely. You know, so and I feel like that's how this this kind of issue presents itself. Yes. So I understand what you're saying about like, you know, how how we should try and avoid it before it happens. But what mm-hmm. do you do when it does happen? Right. So what happens is, so I'm not going to tell you um, to eliminate your ego. Right. Okay. Ego is a part of us Correct. as much as any other human emotion. Right. Like anger, happiness, uh, sadness, anxiousness. So ego is an integral part of us. Okay. What you must learn to do is manage the ego after you're in the situation. Right. Okay. Managing the ego is not 
a huge task mm-hmm. like most people would think it is it all starts with a little bit of self introspection amit and that's what people fear so for myself mm-hmm. right in this particular circumstance and i know that um not everybody operates the same way but i tend to like ruthlessly squash down on my ego okay. right when i'm talking about anything related to my business my right. ego should be something and maybe even to the detriment of mm-hmm. what i'm doing right but right. i mean like i lean on that side i'm like you know it shouldn't be about what my feelings are right it should be about what we want to get accomplished and that's how it should be right so i i do that but then how do you impart that as a value to other people all right so first and foremost what we're talking about here is two different things okay, okay we're getting to the management of your ego right. and we're talking about valuing people right so when you're talking about valuing people the first thing one does with a superiority complex okay, okay? when their ego is stick to the um elevated mm-hmm. level they need to detach themselves from self absorbment okay you know thinking too highly of yourselves and thinking the way um expecting everybody around you to think exactly the same way exactly not even about a situation but about you right keeping you up there on that pedestal not talking about you amit but right. in general you know yeah, this yeah, is yeah, how yeah, it works know, yeah. so first let's talk about managing that aspect okay. and then we will move on to the values okay okay so a very few things that one needs to do when it comes to the ego aggression uh-huh learning how to balance that okay getting frustrated easily okay okay my way or the highway right these are usual issues when it comes to people who are egoistic okay couple of other things that happen with them is they do take decisions out of stubbornness instead of out of what is correct for the organization okay just to prove points yes so these are problems that one faces having said that let's move to the values okay when we're talking values with people and creating the organization in the place that you plan mm. to so what happens there is when you are being less egoistic right. you are naturally being more empathetic okay an egoistic person is a very bad listener extremely okay. extremely bad listener right. that's right. one of the qualities so you can tell you're being egoistic when you just don't want to listen to anybody else hmm okay All that's right? interesting yeah yeah so starting the whole open door policy being able to communicate more effectively with your team that is very helpful for right. people who are you know trying to manage their egos better okay thinking with an open mind or at least trying to do so okay okay not being judgmental instantly okay and not trying to defend their cause believing right. in something is great right but taking things personally and making it an issue right creates the problem Correct. Right? right yeah so yeah. just keeping yeah. that in mind will also change the atmosphere at the workplace okay and those values will automatically um you know be inculcated in the team okay so that's what happens with ego <laughs> <laughs> okay uh all right so let me ask you this though i mean like this is one thing that i have kind of noticed right where these issues do come up around uh ego and self respect and like you know uh this does the generation gap play into this i mean like i feel like it does because i feel like most of these issues that i have are with people who are probably 15 years younger than me right right i mean right. uh when i deal with the most of the people in the organizations that i worked in whether it is ivm or whether it is my previous companies 
I generally find that people who are closer to my age are more aligned in terms of how we think about these kinds of things. Um, we have been the Generation X. Right. What we have now is called, uh, they're called the Millennials. Correct. You yes. Know? yes. That's the first difference. Okay. They've been raised in this environment of technology. Mm-hmm. We, we've seen the transition of technology. Right. So we've seen those uh, box TVs to the flat screens and the LEDs and the LCDs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Similarly, we've seen, um, you know, those keypad phones, which mm-hmm. I miss terribly these days. <laughs> and they have been replaced with all the fascinating touchscreen phones yeah. we have. So we've basically seen transition. Right. All right. We have the best understanding of both worlds, frankly. Okay. So that is something we must be able to impart to the generation younger to us, the millennials. However, the millennials themselves also have come very well equipped with the social media technology. They're they're quite savvy, you know, they're very savvy. So it's fascinating the amount they know, the amount Mm -hmm. of knowledge they have at their age. You see, that's why so many startups... Yeah, yeah, of course. People are out there ideating and, you know, out of the box thinking and being different, being creative. The blend between these two is just the perfect blend to run a business. The blend between the transitional age. Right. Okay, when I say age, I don't mean we're ancient, but just (laughs) (laughs) with this new generation, which is grown and they're they're the millennials. So what happens is if we can impart what mm. we know to them mm. and learn in return from right. them. Right. It changes the way we look at things. Yeah, okay, that's right. All right. So yeah. the first thing is understanding what we can give. Right. And understanding what we can get between these two generations. Right. In terms of communication, in terms of knowledge, experience. I mean, we do have experience. Yeah. All said and done, I mean, that yeah. doesn't change. No, that doesn't so change. So we've got a lot to share too. Yeah, no, of All course, right? of course, so, of course. We've got um, the patience mm-hmm. which the newer generation definitely needs. Yeah, I think that's one part. Yeah. That, that's definitely there. Everything so, is now, now, now. Yeah, it's it's absolutely now. And there, it's, there's everything no just needs... uh, idea of, uh, you know, okay, do this for long-term growth. Absolutely. You know, that, uh, I can't believe <laughs> these guys right now complaining about kids. It sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> but hey, okay. No, no, no. There's no complaint. The thing is, we need to understand... All of us have our pros and cons. Okay. The generations before us did too. Yeah, of course. And they must have thought the same way about us. Oh, absolutely. Of course they did. Of course they did. So naturally, I think it's a part and parcel of the whole. The fact that they thought that is the reason why I'm so shocked that I think that today. (laughs) But you know, every generation is going to be different and every generation is bound to think so. Right. The only thing we can change about it is the way we accept change. Okay. The way we accept that, yes, this is how it works in the new age. Right. We need to get that right too. And they need to accept that this is how experience talks. This is how um, people who have done some things without right. the help of or dependence of technology, right. they talk like this. They've built right. businesses from scratch without really having all those, uh, you know, uh, different aids and equipments we have today. Right, right. So there is a lot to learn from them too. Mm-hmm. When we can just meet at a communication point through this generation gap, I think we will actually all be quite fulfilling, you know, right. in our jobs because we learn too much, too much. No, that makes sense. That, that, that does make sense. All right. Let me ask you one last question about sure. this, right? I mean, like, um, 
on the spectrum of ego versus self-respect that mm-hmm. we have been speaking about, right? And uh, even, I mean, like, um, when conflicts do arise because of these issues, how should one go about managing these conflicts, right? I mean, like, because they're, they keep happening. All right. I'm going to shorten it down for you into four A's. Okay. All right. You either accept. Okay. Adjust. Okay. Alter. Okay. Or avoid. Okay. So what you do in a conflict is usually, um, first and foremost, dealing with the egos is the problem. Right. Like we've been discussing. Yes. Accepting somebody's ego is not the right thing to do. Yeah, just making I don't think so. no, no, not at all. Because it, we're feeding them. Yeah, you need to starve your ego, not feed exactly, it. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. So accepting somebody's ego is the worst thing to do in a conflict. But at the yeah. same time, making sure that um, you are able to alter the situation mm-hmm. without being very tactful, actually, without right. without making it difficult right. on your team, right. on yourself. That is the key. How one can do that is basically first and foremost by listening, like I said. Mm-hmm. Comparing people with each other is a bad idea. Yep. It creates a lot of insecurity. Yeah, people are different. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, people are different. They absolutely. come from different points of this. Yeah, I get now, that. Even if there are two people in the same team doing the same oh, job, right. sometimes one's better than the other right. at something and someone's not. So right. usually the, the comparison is not you. The comparison is in their minds. Okay. Okay. They see themselves as competition to each other irrespective of what you say. Okay. All right. So we need to help them to starve their egos and feed their self-respects by giving them some appreciative words. Okay. All right. Listen them out and then help them make a call with their decisions. Don't get aggressive when they get aggressive. Okay. Okay. Um, yes, you may get very tempted to be on the upper hand because you're the boss. Right. Right. Because you obviously wouldn't like to take it uh, sitting with somebody coming up and saying whatever they want. Right. <laughs> so that's when your ego will be tested <laughs> yeah okay fair enough yeah so what you will have to keep in mind is just patience right all right a lot of patience think and respond okay think respond repeat think respond repeat okay right, yeah that makes yeah. sense yeah just, uh, basically just take a step back yeah just take a step back don't, take it easy right don't be impulsive because handling people and handling conflicts mm-hmm. usually becomes difficult out of impulse okay when one is doing a, a certain amount of thinking and taking things easy, mm-hmm. all right, it, it can be taken care of. It can be managed very, very beautifully. Okay. So, yes, like I said, just make sure that you feed your self-respect and starve your egos at work. Okay. That would be a good idea. All right. Cool. All right. That was an episode from the Empowering Series, How to Be a Better Boss, as they talked about ego versus self-respect. Next week... Zarina and Amit will look at the problems faced by startups. For more information, find IBM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram.